Hello and welcome back to Trenus Magnus Jabs Reality, presented by Two True Freaks. I'm your host Magnus and something is happening, or at least supposedly it's going to happen. Something is happening very soon that has captivated my attention. Guys, I dare not exaggerate in saying it's been more than 20 years at this point, right? Now, I guess I should just not beat around the bush with this, just come right out and say that a few days ago, word came down the pipeline that President Trump is basically going to go ahead and give the green light to a document dump of a bunch of items and classified information related to the assassination of President John F. Kennedy, right? And... There have been some kind of interesting reactions to that, you know, on Facebook about who really is to credit for all of this. And I'm not really too interested in getting into that. To me, the more salient issue is the fact that at least at the time that I record all of this, that is what's supposed to happen, right? And the thinking goes that this could shine a lot of light on the mystery of the assassination of President Kennedy. And in fact, may even solve the mystery once and for all. Now, before I get going too far into that, I want to give you guys a little bit of background on me personally and why exactly it is that the assassination of JFK has always been one of those things that I've found very fascinating, right? When I was a kid, as I suppose is true of a lot of kids, I had a kind of simplistic idea about things, you know? And when I found out that John F. Kennedy, you know, the guy who used to be president of the United States, when I found out that President Kennedy had been assassinated, that just filled me with curiosity. You know, my little 10-year-old mind, I didn't really... It's hard to even put it into words, but it, it was one of those just factoids of history that it just kind of set my mind to spinning. I mean, why would anybody want to shoot the president? I mean, he's the president, you know? Aren't we supposed to either vote for him or vote against him? Shooting at the guy just seems, well, it just seems un-American somehow. You know, I mean, it's not like I had a very, like I say, I was only 10 years old, but it's not like I had a very careful and nuanced view of things, but even today, I'd say, you know, um, killing your your former or soon-to-be former head of state, let's leave that to the French, shall we? You know, here in America, we try to do things a little bit, I don't know, less violently, I suppose, right? So anyway, it just, it, 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 it just, amazed me, fascinated me, just made me so curious. And then, in short order, I discovered that, you know what? Some people think that we never actually caught the guy that did it. And that was really my breaking point. I mean, bad enough that a president of the United States had been shot to death. I mean, it's bad enough that, that it happened at all. But you mean to tell me that the President of the United States gets shot to death in broad daylight in front of dozens of eyewitnesses, several of whom 
were armed with very primitive home video equipment and recorded the whole thing. And somehow, somehow, we don't fucking know who did this. I mean, how is that possible? Why is this guy's head not on a fucking pike? You know, as a warning to the others. You know, no, that's how can that how can that be? You know, how how is that even possible? But, you know, guys, I got to tell you, in my teenage years and certainly, you know, into my 20s, it's not that I wanted to believe in conspiracy theories or anything like that. But if you just look at the facts and for purposes of discussion, I define facts as the stuff that both the official narrative and the people who believe in it and most of the unofficial narratives and most of the people who believe in them, the facts that everybody agrees upon, as best I can tell, are as follows. And actually, even before I get into that, guys, it's not like I've got some kind of special insight into any of this. I don't. But I do have, I don't know, perspective, I suppose. And so what I'm going to do is relate the facts as we know them and which pretty much nobody disagrees with and then what I'm going to try to do is arrange all of these things in a way that hopefully makes some kind of sense alright the facts are these not necessarily saying that nothing else applies I'm just saying that these are the facts as I'm able to think of them right now because the way I podcast is to just talk and talk and talk. I make shit up as I go along and then I say, so I think that's pretty much it for me this week. So bye everybody. I will see you next week. That's pretty much the way that I podcast. So anyway, it's all done by the seat of my pants. And so as I say, the facts, as most people seem to be able to agree upon them, and as I'm able to remember them right now, the facts are as follows. There was a guy His name was Lee Harvey Oswald. At some point or another, he defected to the Soviet fucking Union. While there, it stands to reason that he probably revealed classified information about certain things that he was privy to during his uh, military service in the United States. He got married. He got bored. He got on a boat, and he came back to America where... He not only was not prosecuted as a traitor, not only was he uh, granted uh, apparently some kind of, uh, I don't know, tolerance for revealing classified information, and he wasn't prosecuted, not only was he allowed to reclaim his American citizenship, but he was allowed to bring his Russian bride with him. This state of affairs uh, lasted for uh, a couple of years there, and then one day, he went batshit crazy. He went up to the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository in Dallas, Texas, in Dealey Plaza. He opened fire on President Kennedy's limousine as it drove past the building. He fired three shots, one of which hit President Kennedy in the head, killing him on the spot, and then... Lee Harvey Oswald made his escape, at least for a time. While he was making his escape, he apparently blew a Dallas police officer away. 
He was later apprehended in a movie theater. He was held by the Dallas Police Department for questioning for about 48 hours or so. While he was being transferred on the morning of Sunday, November the 24th, 1963, Jack Ruby stormed out of a crowd of uh, onlookers, a crowd of cops, and a crowd of press, blew Lee Harvey Oswald into the next lifetime, and then that is where our bloody, sordid tale ends. Now, the assassination of President Kennedy is one of those really unfortunate incidents in in history that have really no satisfactory explanation to them, right? And for purposes of discussion, we could define satisfactory as an explanation that will weird out literally nobody, right? To give you an example of something that doesn't seem to disturb all that many people, we have the sinking of the Titanic. Now, yes, this is a tr- this was a tragic uh, event in American history. It sucked, and I define this as American history in as much as it was on its way to America, and Americans were on board. So, and obviously, this was a really big deal in America. But as far as I know, the White Star Line that was actually a company based in uh, London, and the ship itself was actually assembled in in uh, Ireland. So really, all this has to do with America is the fact that the ship was on its way to America and it had American pass- uh, some American passengers on board when it sank, right? That's what I mean when I say American history. But anyway, so just to clarify on that. Now, the boat fucking sank. And like I say, it's a terrible tragedy. It sucks that it happened. But the thing is, Nobody's really especially weirded out by the fact of it. I mean, we all know why it happened. And, you know, there were, it was basically the perfect storm of fucked up that allowed it to happen in the first place, right? But the mere fact of it doesn't seem like it rustles all that many people, you know? The same really cannot be said of the Kennedy assassination, which rustles literally everybody. Because if you think about any part of this at all for any great amount of time, you're going to encounter some really weird shit. All right. If you believe that Lee Harvey Oswald perched in the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository in Dallas, Texas, in Dealey Plaza, whereupon he f- opened fire on President Kennedy's limousine as it drove past the building... He fired three shots, one of which was the fatal headshot, which killed uh, the president on contact. Guys, that raises a lot of really fucking weird questions, right? Presupposing that one person can shoot that fucking well, you're kind of left wondering, well, how is it possible that somebody can defect to the Soviet Union probably betray his country in the process, and then be welcomed back with open arms like nothing ever happened. How do you figure that? I don't know. So, logically, then, the next the next thing you want to do is, is suggest, you know what? Maybe this whole Oswald thing is a cover story. Maybe there was a conspiracy of some kind involving persons unknown for purposes unknown, to kill the president. And they just pinned the whole thing on Lee Harvey Oswald because, hey, communist. 
open and shut. Okay, well that solves the immediate problem of how somebody like Oswald can defect to the Soviet Union and then come back home, because if he's got help from higher up, of course he's going to be able to come and go as he pleases. So it solves the immediate problem, but right away it leads to other problems further down the line. For example, if you believe in the idea of a conspiracy, then necessarily what you also have to believe is that at no time in the last, how long has it been, like 50 years? At no time in the past 50 years has anybody gotten an attack of conscience. They've never gotten religion. They never made a deathbed confession that implicated certain dark and mysterious nefarious powers in the United States government and possibly other governments as well. Uh, nobody's ever come forward as a secret informant or eyewitness or whistleblower. Nothing. The entire fucking time, the bad guys are able to keep all of this bullshit under wraps. Nobody's ever implicated. Nobody's ever arrested. Nobody's ever prosecuted. Nobody's ever guilty. I'm sorry, guys. I could sooner believe that one man shot the president all by himself than I can believe that this many, <clears throat> that this many uh, government organizations and possibly other international organizations and governments somehow colluded to assassinate the President of the United States of America without ever getting caught. Nobody uh, ever sold anybody else out or whatever. And just to put that in perspective, guys, when the Watergate hearings were getting underway, you need to understand something. President Nixon's White House is widely considered to be one of the most powerful White Houses in all of American history. You can say whatever you want about... Uh, President Reagan's administration, or President uh, Clinton, or either of the Bush administrations, or Obama, or President Trump, or fuck, or whoever. You know, say whatever you want about them, but if you ask me, nobody. But nobody is more powerful than President Nixon in his heyday, all right? And guys, the instant the Watergate hearings uh, started up, you had people, staffers, very high-level, very powerful people in the fucking White House who started cutting deals, all right? Nobody had even been fucking charged with anything yet, all right? And yet somehow these people are, all, are already making deals. How's that work, all right? So if the most powerful White House or one of the most powerful White Houses in all of American history started making deals the instant it looked like things were going to start blowing in a different direction? How the fuck is it possible that hundreds, maybe thousands of different people are involved in some kind of weird, fucked up, bizarre conspiracy to kill the president? I don't know. I just find it very hard to believe, okay? So, as I said at the top of this thing, what I'm going to do is give you guys a hypothesis, all right? It's basically an arrangement of the facts that may or may not be true. I guess we may find out in just a couple of days. May or may not be true, but I at least think that this is a fairly satisfying and kind of believable way that things could have happened, 
You ready? Here goes. You got Lee Harvey Oswald, right? Disgruntled communist. I don't buy that. I suggest to you that Lee Harvey Oswald was actually a double agent. He worked for the United States government as a spy, at least in some capacity. And he did likewise for the Soviet Union. Maybe. Certainly he was a spy, I think, a spy of some kind for Uncle Sam. Maybe he was a spy for Uncle Joe. Maybe not. But either way, he went to Russia. All right? This was all part of a spy mission. He was authorized to release certain information, call it a tactical sacrifice if you want, in order to gather information about goings-on in Minsk or wherever he was stationed, right? Whatever happened, happened, or didn't happen, didn't happen. And so his mission was concluded. And of course he was able to come home because, guys, he's a fucking spy. He, he never really renounced his, his citizenship in the first place right? Now, just because he's a spy doesn't exactly make him a fucking role model, all right? May have been a patriot, doesn't necessarily make him a good person, all right? Maybe he was, well, I don't know, radicalized, we might say, by uh, communist ideology. Maybe, maybe not. But either way, he gets a wild hair up his ass to one day just take a pot shot at Kennedy, and son of a bitch, he succeeds. And so, in short order, he gets arrested by the Dallas Police Department. And who knows? Maybe, just maybe, Dallas police knew they had the right guy. No doubt about it. Maybe Oswald even confessed. With me so far? Here's where things take a turn. You've got Dallas police. They have their man. They even have a confession. They know what they need to do now. But before they have a chance to do it, hey, it was a legitimate fluke. Jack Ruby broke in to the police department, blew Lee Harvey Oswald into the next lifetime on national fucking television, and all at once, that's it. That's the end of the case. This is maybe not the end of the case that the Dallas Police Department or the Secret Service or the FBI or who the fuck ever else. Maybe this isn't the ending of the case that they would have wanted. But can you really say that justice wasn't served? I don't know. So, they let the whole thing go. And then one day, you know what? Somebody decides, guys we don't really know for sure all that much. I mean, we don't really have much of a case. And yeah, the son of a bitch made his confession. Yeah, we know he did it. Yeah, we even found the murder weapon. But we don't really have a case case. What we need to do is convict Lee Harvey Oswald in the public consciousness. So out comes the Warren Commission report. It basically puts a nice, tidy little bow around the whole sordid, twisted, bloody affair, right? The idea here is to allow the American public to put this whole matter to bed, once and for all. Except it doesn't really do that. In fact, you could say that 
it actually creates more problems than it solves because it catches the attention of busybody district attorney Jim Garrison from New Orleans Parish, Louisiana, who, shall we say, finds certain aspects of the Warren Commission's report to be, one might say, lacking. So he starts his own fucking investigation, and he starts uncovering all kinds of weird shit. Now, guys, let me just put this all on pause and say that the 1960s was a really fucking weird time in American politics, okay? And it's certainly with American society and American government, all right? Weird shit was going on, all right? And Jim Garrison, I wouldn't be at all surprised... Maybe he stumbled across a couple of things that maybe they're a little bit embarrassing for Uncle Sam and and the national intelligence community. And they maybe don't want this busybody district attorney from Nowheresville shining a spotlight on all of their dirty laundry. Plus, he's raised, as if all that wasn't bad enough, Garrison's out there raising reasonable doubt re the guilt of Lee Harvey Oswald. This cannot be allowed to stand. Now, a lot of people look at Jim Garrison's body of work and they think to themselves, the guy had to be onto something. And I tend to agree. Yes, he was on to something. All right. He obviously found out about all kinds of weird, fucked up, bizarre uh, conspiracies to overthrow uh, the Castro regime in, in, in Cuba. He found, probably, he found out more than he ever really wanted to know about how regime change takes place, not so much in Cuba, but perhaps in other parts of the world. Things that, as that one guy in Batman Begins says, the, the goings-on of scary people, all right? Guys you don't really want to fuck around with too much, you know? Well, blowing the lid off of all of that stuff right there in front of the American public, this might not be so good, you know? But he was definitely barking up the wrong tree when it comes to Lee Harvey Oswald's guilt. Lee Harvey Oswald really did shoot the president. He is guilty of that. But we don't want Garrison raising doubt about that, and we for damn sure don't want him finding... We, we don't want him to discover and then reveal to the entire country how it is that we play hardball at times with certain other countries in the world. And so a coordinated smear campaign is arranged to basically destroy anything that even faintly resembles credibility as far as Jim Garrison is concerned in the public, uh, in the public mind. Now, the reason I think they did it this way is because, yeah, Garrison was on to something, but the stuff that he was uncovering was mostly embarrassing or perhaps even harmful to national security, like legit national security, stuff it's better people don't know about, you know? And they are unwilling to kill an American citizen, which is ultimately what Jim Garrison is, however big a pain in the ass he might be. He's still an American, and we're not going to shoot an American citizen, but we are definitely going to make his name mud with Joe Q public. And who knows, maybe that'll be enough to scare off everybody else. So 
That, I think, is more or less what happened. The government never really had a case against Oswald. They had a confession. They knew they had the right guy, but they never really built a case against him in the first place before he got shot. After he got shot, they basically tried to reverse engineer a case that, let's face it, rightly raised a lot of suspicion with a lot of people, one of whom was Jim Garrison. But we're not talking about a bunch of bloodthirsty killers here. You know, they don't want to kill an American citizen. And guys, I'm here to tell you, if you want me to believe that all of these dark, shadowy forces in the United States government somehow secretly engineered President Kennedy's assassination, the only logical conclusion that I can come to is that if Jim Garrison truly was onto something in terms of a conspiracy to kill the president, shit, yeah, they're going to kill, they're going to kill Garrison. What have they got to lose at this point? You know, there's a possibility that killing Garrison might prove him right, but it might not. You know, either way, it's a risk worth taking, I would think, if you're one of these dark, shadowy, mysterious forces that allegedly live inside of our government and are secretly in control of everything. That's a worthwhile risk to take when, guys, there's a firing squad on the other side of this thing if, if, if Garrison's able to prove his case. All right? I think they would... If what we're talking about is a uh, a rogue American government that will kill their own president, they're for damn sure going to kill an American district attorney. All right? I have to believe that they would. So I can't believe that that... And this is my point. I can't believe that a rogue American government is willing to kill their president, but is not willing to kill Garrison. If they're willing to let Garrison live, why would they be willing to kill the president? I don't get that. All right? So I, that's one of the reasons why I don't think I believe in uh, some kind of a conspiracy to, to, to kill President Kennedy. I think Lee Harvey Oswald really did do it. Now, yes, President Kennedy had tons of political enemies. But guys, every president has political enemies, all right? President George W. Bush had political enemies. President Barack Obama had political enemies. President Trump has political enemies. The very fact that a president has political uh, political enemies, that's not exactly uh, front-page news, all right? That's Tuesday, all right? The idea that just because uh, Kennedy pissed off a lot of people. That doesn't automatically make those people guilty of his murder, right? If there's some kind of evidence for this, hey, I'm willing to listen. But so far, the best anybody's ever been able to come up with is conjecture, all right? If I'm supposed to believe that, take Fidel Castro, for example. If I'm supposed to believe that Fidel Castro is willing to kill the United States president, the only logical conclusion I have, or I can make, is that we found out about that somehow. And if we found out about it, we're going to fucking invade Cuba, guys. It's that simple. Maybe that's going to piss off the Soviets. Maybe it won't. But we cannot let that stand. We can't let this two-bit bearded fucking weirdo from Cuba shoot our presidents and just let him go scot-free. You don't get to do that, okay? I could never believe that the United States government would allow that to happen, all right? I could sooner believe that we would launch an armed invasion the day after the the assassination and we would personally depose uh, Castro from power. And, you know, if Khrushchev decides he doesn't like that, well, tough shit. We'll meet you on the battlefield, all right? 
Maybe we've got more nukes than you do. Maybe not. But either way, you don't get to kill our president without consequences, all right? How far are you willing to go on this? We're willing to go all the way. Are you? And I, I just cannot believe that this would just be allowed to happen, all right? So, or if it's some rogue element within the government, that maybe it wasn't the government itself that did it, but some rogue element, again, guys, we don't allow this, okay? I mean, I just, I cannot believe, I cannot convince myself that something like this, a, a conspiracy involving international types, and you know who I mean when I say international types, that international types, maybe they want to do it. I can't believe that we would allow them to. There would be consequences for that. Like I say, if it, if it was Castro, we would depose Castro. If it was Khrushchev, we would either depose or try to depose Khrushchev, right? Whoever it is, we'd fucking depose them. We would destroy them or we would be destroyed ourselves, all right? So there's that. I also cannot believe that there's a conspiracy involving our own government because of the reasons I've already said. Somebody would have said something by now, okay? There's no way to keep a secret this fucking big for this fucking long, okay? It's just not possible, okay? So somebody would have said something. Somebody would have seen something. Somebody would have found something. Something would have come out by now. And yet, nothing has. We've never found any kind of smoking gun evidence of any kind of a, a conspiracy involving the government, the American government, or rogue agents within the American government. We've never found smoking gun evidence um, implicating uh, other governments, other countries, other heads of state. We haven't found anything like that, people. So, all in all, for me, the easiest thing to believe, the shortest distance between two points is the straight line that says, guys, Lee Harvey Oswald probably did do it, you know? I'm not saying that Oswald was necessarily a mustache-twirling villain. I'm sure he had a, a point of view on everything, but let's face it, you know, whatever, whatever spy missions that he might have done, whatever service he might have rendered to his country, he clearly had a very bad day on November the 22nd, 1963. And, you know, he may have been a, a good husband. He may have been a good father. He may, shit, he may have even been, like, legit hero, right? He may have actually done something that, for all we know, saved America, you know? Whenever you go to, uh, whenever you go to Russia on some kind of a secret spy mission, guys, they may send you off to a gulag or something like that if you get found out. You know, I mean, who's to, no one's qualified to say is the point. So, you know, it's entirely possible that, yeah, at one time, Lee Harvey Oswald might have done some really good things for this country, but at the end of the day, he still shot the president. You don't get to do that. You know, nobody gets to do that. So, anyway, there are a couple other things that I probably should have mentioned, but they've, they've all, they've all kind of slipped my mind actually just now because I've, uh, as you may have heard, I got a text message from Stacy just a little while ago and that kind of threw me off the track here a little bit. But the point is, you know, I happen to think that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone 
And yeah, like I say, he may have done good things in, in the past, but guys, anybody could have done good things in the past. I mean, shit, if Benedict Arnold had died at a certain point in American history, he'd be remembered as one of the great American heroes and patriots and revolutionary leaders of our entire history, you know? Maybe even more than George Washington, all right? That's how, how big and important a figure that Benedict Arnold was at one point. But then the day came when Benedict Arnold made a very bad decision. And his historical legacy, as great as it may have been up to that point, it's forever sullied. He's always going to be remembered as one of America's greatest traitors. And so I'm trying not to equivocate too much. <clears throat> no one really knows what Lee Harvey Oswald did when he was in Russia. He may have, like I say, he may have like legitimately saved the country. No one knows. But whether he did or whether he didn't, I'm pretty sure that he acted alone. He shot the president. And ultimately, yeah, it probably would have been better if he'd been convicted in a court of law. But at the end of the day, the son of a bitch got what was coming to him. And it, what he got was no worse than what he deserved. So, I don't know. That, I think, is what happened. Now, is there any way to know whether or not I'm right? Well, like I say, maybe there is. Maybe what we're going to discover with this document dump relating to the assassination of John F. Kennedy is that, you know what, Lee Harvey Oswald really did act alone. And the stuff that he was involved with is stuff that maybe Uncle Sam doesn't want to generally be known. But yeah, end of the day, he's the guy that did it. And, you know, it kind of sucks that, you know, certain things that the government might want kept secret won't be kept secret anymore. But, you know, guys, this is one of those things where there's been so much doubt. There's been so much conjecture. There's been so much speculation. We deserve to know the truth. Whatever the truth might be, however good or bad, we need to know. It's time for us to know. And you know what? Maybe what we're going to find out is that everything that I've just said, everything that you've just heard up to this point, is completely wrong. Maybe what we're going to discover is that there was, like, legit conspiracy to kill the president. And you know what? Some of those sons of bitches are actually still alive, so let's go prosecute them while we still can. You know, maybe we'll discover that. I don't know. All right, but what I do know is that we are far past the, t uh, the, the time when we should have been told the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. The unvarnished, unembellished truth. And I hope that President Trump will abide by his word and proceed with this document dump so that we can finally put this, this whole mess to bed once and for all. So, anyway. And that, I think, is pretty much it for me this time. So, bye everybody. I will see you next week.